What's up, everybody? Welcome to the second episode of We're All Gonna Die, Now What? A podcast under the mantle, the empire, the legacy, innovative choice, a digital marketing, web design, and consulting form here in the city of Detroit. Now, today, we're going to give you the raw, uncut version of this podcast. It's going to be a one-take, maybe a two-take, maybe a three-take. I don't know. (laughs) But we're going to make sure that you can get and feel the experience that we have felt as we like started both of our own companies. We, me and Eddie, who's going to introduce you to his story and why he started. So this week I do want to bring up a few things. Um, as I told you guys in the beginning of the podcast, I want to be as transparent with you guys as possible. So I'm going to uh, ready to do a few of the challenges and how I face them and my book of the week. So biggest challenge this week has been me figuring out how to control and mold my thoughts into what exactly I want them to be. Um, the main thing that's helped me or propelled me to do that is being able to find out the neural patterns and be able to like switch it around. Um, this, so pretty much what it like broke me to, the like conclusion I brought me to was that every decision, including in business, is making a decision of either life or death. Either you're going to think one thing and that thing will bring life to you or that thing will bring death to you. Um, I learned this concept from the book, Think and Grow Rich. So that's a little excerpt of like the challenge of the week and what I've been through. It's great book. Um, it's an amazing book. Great it's amazing. Um, I'm going to, so without further ado, we're just going to get into the podcast. Mm-hmm. Eddie, introduce this. So to my name is Eddie Talia Farrell II. I'm the creator of the business Design Vibes LLC, which I just started recently, actually. Um, I started this business because, one, I have a passion for making software. I'm an artist, and I want to start a path of working for myself uh, instead of uh, living a life of just working for others. Or working, I want to work with others as opposed to for So, Good, bro. So tell me, like, how you got started. What what made you get into business? What made me get into business? Um... A lot of a lot of it comes from the challenge of it as well too. Um, I feel like um, feel like uh, contributing to somebody else's business at a very small level. I feel like that's very easy, and it's like it keeps me in my comfort zone. Yeah. I feel like uh, having my own business, like I constantly have to evolve like, all the time. My business is gonna fail, you know. Right. Um, so I, and then having something that I built for myself, you know, and I can potentially pass on to later generations mm-hmm. is something that's uh, appealing to me. And I want to leave my mark in this world too. So that's another thing. Instead of uh, I want to be the next Amazon, Apple, whatever. I don't want to just be a background player to contribute into those companies. Although that's not bad or anything, you know. So you know, I want to bring up that topic later in the podcast as well. Huh? It's very interesting that you bring that up. Um, I have a strong belief that there's no such thing as comfort. Mm-hmm. Whether you're working at a job, you can get fired the next day. Like that. Like that. <laughs> you get laid off. Yep. Uh, the cards are going to be a good fit, and you want to you be miserable. Certainty is not ever certain. So people always bring up this this concept or this thing about why start a business and take all the risk the risks on yourself. Yeah. So I want to ask you. Knowing that's no such thing as certainty, especially in a business, mm-hmm. why did you take the risk 
I'm sorry, you're on. Man, life is a risk. Every time you walk outside, it's a fucking freaking risk. <laughs> I don't know if we could use those words Dude, on here. Be... Life is a fucking risk, all right? Every yeah. every day you wake up is not guaranteed at all. So for me to sit there and not get what I feel I deserve, I'm just, I'm only robbing myself out of life I want, you know? Um, but take, but the risk on it, like, okay, the next year is going to happen anyways. Like the time Baron and I die, you know, or whatever, it's going to go by anyways. I could be using that time doing this or using my time doing that. And I would much rather use that time building a business, even if I have to struggle or, um, put myself in positions where I'm uncomfortable. That means a lot more to me than just sitting somewhere and just accepting the paycheck that I know should be a little bit more anyways. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. It's very interesting. So what do you deserve as a human being, as a business owner? What are you striving for? What's the whole to, concept? To create a business and give to the world something that I love to do. Instead of doing something that I don't like to do, I can create something for myself that can help other people that I just love to do. So if I'm putting if I'm putting my energy into something that has to be out of a place of love for me, you know, if I'm going to somebody, if I'm going somewhere and I don't enjoy it, I'm not doing it out of a place of love, you know. It's more so out of the fear of uncertainty, like you were saying before, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna have money. But if I'm doing something that I love to do and it's helping others and it's providing someone else to help with their business or whatever, and then that that puts a smile on my face, you know. And if I'm uh, happy with my work. I'm, I find that I work more effectively, uh, at least most of the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, uh, outside of my outside of my um, my business, outside of my life, if I'm doing something that I love, it's easier for me to handle the stress that comes with it as well too. Mm -hmm. um, and this makes me just a happier person, you know. <clears throat> and so, I think that's I think I think living a life in which you you feel good on the inside, that's that's worth it, you know. <laughs> Worth not getting a <laughs> weekly paycheck for that way? Um, a weekly paycheck in which a weekly paycheck. I mean, a weekly paycheck is nice. It's nice, but I don't know. <laughs> it's not very inspiring. It's no, it's no growth. It's no like, it's just, it's not, it's, it's just a paycheck. Mm -hmm. It's not, I'm not building anything. There's no wealth attached to it. It's not an asset that I can have that I can, that's going to grow in more, in, in more value or anything like that, you know? And that money's gonna be spent up soon, you know. Anyways, so, <clears throat> but yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> Tell me your chief aim in life. Aim so in life. I, I know I didn't bring it up, but Eddie just came from a panel discussion. Oh, which, okay. yeah, his very first panel. <laughs> My first panel discussion, bro. I was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> uh, Tell me a little bit about what that panel discussion was about and what you do. Okay. And how that like incorporates into like your chief definite aim in life. Alright, alright. So I just finished a panel discussion for okay, let me step let me scale it back a little bit. The last two years I've been a tech mentor for an organization called Ford Steam Labs, with Steam being uh, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. So basically this particular program teaches kids how to um, uh, aesthetically create an app like the, the interface and then also go through like uh, developing like business rules and like how to talk to investors, uh, do pitches and everything, you know. So um, for this, uh, this uh, panel discussion I was a part of, it was incorporated to Detroit Public Schools, which I'm very passionate about. You know? yeah. When I was a kid, um, I felt as if like learning technology 
or uh, computer science, a certain type where it was like out of my reach or out of my goal, not not out of my goals, but out of my reach and out of my like field, I guess you could say, or I just didn't have a lot of confidence. But right, it wasn't like yeah. something that was in your face, like yeah. an actual career path. I think the only thing, the deciding factor with me is that my father is also in the tech field. Okay. Um, so for me, I didn't have the same limiting like beliefs, but I still did a little bit because of my environment. Um, so that's another thing. If I can give back and I can help uh, kids realize like, hey, you can do this. It's, it's, it's really just a, a matter of just learning and just the repetitions and everything, you know. It's something I would do for free. And to give back to Detroit Public Schools, I don't know where this is going to lead, you know, but if it means that, um, that the school system be better, that'd be cool. And what I really liked about the mentoring program is that we focus on putting the kids in smaller groups as opposed to a big classroom setting. So that way you're able to um, like uh, connect with the students on a more intimate level so you can know their strengths and their weaknesses as opposed to them just being like a number, you know, as a, a list of students. So I think uh, I think that I think that's gonna help DPS a lot if Ford can actually, and the Henry Ford Learning Institute can incorporate that into the school system. But, and then, yeah, like I said, it was my first panel discussion, so I was really nervous. Um, <laughs> but these teachers are very dedicated to changing uh, Detroit public schools and everything because those kids honestly deserve it, you know. So the whole topic of mm -hmm. like podcast mm -hmm. as a whole is pre being able to give back. Definitely, yeah. I think you really, really like do that. Oh, I appreciate that, brother. Yeah, I see it. It was a fist bump. I see it though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on a business side, uh -huh. on like the depths and like the mm. key parts of this podcast. Okay, okay. I really stoicism. Stoicism. Business. Mm. Discipline. Okay. How do you examine all three? What? How does that fit in your life? And like, I stoicism. Uh, can you clarify a term for me? So. It's being able to see the things that you can't control oh. and the things that you can't control. That makes sense, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. And you can't control everything. Exactly. Yeah. And taking what you can't control yeah. and um, putting your all into it. Yeah. I think, uh, hmm. okay. Can you go over those three aspects one more time for me? Stoicism. Stoicism. Business. Business. And self-discipline. And self-discipline. Okay, self-discipline. That's been pretty big for me as a, as a freelancer. You get the freedom of being a freelancer, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But you also really have to be disciplined, like, as far as taking care of, like, um, like the money you have coming in. You, you may not have an accountant or anything of that nature, so you have to figure out how much money is going in and out, taxes and all that and everything. Um, as far as um, how I think about this, there's a lot, it's a lot that I want to say about it articulated in a certain type of way. Do do just yeah. Go um, hmm. Discipline. I feel like, especially if your business is something that you love, you, you're not gonna have any choice but to be more disciplined with it. You know, especially with the repetitions and everything. It's something that I really struggle with myself being a freelancer initially. But I think the more the more reps you get into it, the more that you realize that. Like, hey, like a lot of stuff that I do outside of my business may be a distraction and I need to eliminate that from my life, like things like that and everything. But that's only if that's only if you really love what you do, you know, you're not going to you. I feel like you're, you're going to force yourself to be disciplined. If you want success, if you see yourself fail enough times, you're going to force yourself to be disciplined, you know, and going on to failure. That's a necessary part of business as well, too. 
And I think a part of being disciplined is accepting and embracing those failures as well, too. Because without them, you're not going to be successful at all. If you, if you have to study them like a science, if you want to be successful, you know. Um, going on to stoicism and like controlling stuff, uh, uh, I, I forgot your definition of it, the word for word, but focusing on stuff that you can control as opposed to what you can't control. I think that's just a good, good philosophy on life. <laughs> Anyways, if you're not going to be able to control anything. Um, which you, as far as like other people and their emotional state and like their own experiences and their expectations and everything. And I, and honestly, that's cool. They don't owe you anything and you don't owe them anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, focusing on yourself and you making sure your own cup is full, you're not going to really try to, you're not going to really need much from other people a certain type of way to the point where you'd, you'd be manipulative or anything like that. So I feel like worrying about yourself and making sure you're good and loving yourself, which some people don't talk about that enough, like loving yourself. It's not, it's not in the music enough. It's not in art enough, you know, in the mainstream. Um, but worrying about other people is only going to give you like either like their results, what they're getting, or like you not being disciplined in what you're doing, you know? Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say about that. I want a really big tangent, <laughs> but I'm very, I'm very passionate about this. So, you know, hey. tell me more about the failure side of things. Failure, failure. All right. So before I used to be, I would shatter when I failed. Like I would just fucking shatter. Like, oh, like glass. Like, <laughs> it's like. Once you like, and it all started to do, when I started doing stuff I actually love, I realized like when I started to fail, it's like, I, I started to take it as this is a learning opportunity as opposed to like, I failed, I fucked up, you know? And honestly, I've learned more from my failures and my successes, to be honest. Like, um, let's see, for example, even even in my field for what I do, um, my first, my very first project, um, it was like a, it was like a static web page um, for, for an event management company. Um, I failed on it. <laughs> like, this is what it was. It was my very first project. But what I learned uh, in hindsight was the tools that I was using wasn't very well. Um, uh, I don't like WordPress. That's what I learned. <laughs> and that's, that's fine. You're never, you're never going to be good at every software or platform or anything like that. Um, I learned that my ego got in the way of it a lot. So that's, that's, that, if I hadn't have, like, learned that and, like, took time, like, I would, I'd be in the same place, you know. Um, but failures, um, once you see yourself fail enough times and you and you see like I've succeeded in spite of this, like even if it's like small, like little victories, like it'll motivate you even more. You know, it like um, it's like I failed, but I, I got up and I kept going forward. You know, like who nobody can take that away from you at all. You know, nobody. <laughs> Are there any specific failures that you're looking forward to? Yes, actually, I'm, I'm still looking for more failure, actually. Uh, for like, for example, I'm learning artificial intelligence right now. So right. for me, you're, you're in the same class. Hey, hey that's right. Train X. Train X. Yeah. But <laughs> I realized like for me to be good at uh, being an AI engineer, I have to fail. Like I have to, you know, I'm not going to be good. I'm not going to be Kobe out the gate, you know, like doesn't make any sense to logic, like logically, you know. So I think a lot of the failures come in a time where like nobody sees it though. Like. When you're in the lab, when you're in the gym, this is a good analogy, you know. Yeah. It wasn't when we were shooting in the gym, you know, that type, that type of thing. I think to like fail and like, uh, to like purposely fail almost and then study it and then see what you did wrong and keep doing that over and over again 
it, it makes you more comfortable with yourself, but also makes you it, it puts you under the like the paradigm, like the thought of like being a student more right. so than because we're all we're gonna be a student our entire life until yeah. we die, you know. Uh, but yeah, I actually so to wrap it up in a nice little bow, I actually anticipate and appreciate failing like calculated failure or experimentation more than I would like to say like I don't fail at all. I think that's fake when people say. It. <laughs> so I know you're probably a little short on time. Yeah, you have to leave around um, four. Mm -hmm. But the last few questions, you said something very interesting. Mm -hmm. Nobody comes out like Kobe. <laughs> Nobody. Exactly. Nobody. He was in the gym shooting 4 a.m. Like, like like we were looking at that article. He was in the gym shooting like at an early age. He probably missed most of those shots. But it's like that repetition and developing that like neuro like uh, like um, connection, like your neural pathway. You just figure stuff out consciously, subconsciously. You just keep training. Failure is part of it. So. <laughs> How do you want to be the Kobe of your industry? How do I want to be the Kobe? Mind? I want to work harder than everybody else in the room. Right. Um, I'm still getting there. I'm not saying I'm there yet. <laughs> but I feel like uh, you put enough iterations into something, what can somebody else tell you? Yeah. Like, you've done this a million times. What can you, you've done it a hundred times. I've done it a million times, you know. I failed a thousand times more than you failed. You know, there's nothing you can teach me because I've already taught myself, you know. So that's something from Kobe Bryant that I really respect and his philosophy about, about it and everything. And uh, I feel like if it makes you less arrogant, uh, more humble as well too. And I feel like the ego is like very poisonous, uh, especially creatively, <laughs> you know, uh, hold you back. Um, I feel, um, especially with like negative thoughts and everything, yeah. but you just let go, just be humble. Like I'm not, the, I'm not the best right now, <laughs> like, but I will be, even when I am the best, it's going to be somebody else who's going to be trying to try to be the best. So got to sharpen my knife, you know, I got to sharpen my tools. Continue to be the best, you know, practice, train, fail, you know, <laughs> succeed. Go, I want you to go deeper. Into deeper. That. I like Hashtag deeper. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag deeper. So let's get this started. Hashtag like, deeper. Hashtag deeper on LinkedIn. That's what we're doing. Um, yeah, but go deeper. Like what specifically to you means training? Training. What specifically to you is incrementally growing. So to keep up with the analogy of basketball, just shooting a shot. Actually, just going to the gym. <laughs> like some people don't even do that. And this is all in the analogy of basketball too. You know, just like attempting something, like like putting effort into something. You know, mm -hmm. like I feel like that that right there, um, and doing that over and over and over again to the point where you feel like you're insane for the amount of times you you've done it. Um, but I feel like people who do put that time in for people who aren't successful like that, it does look like insanity. Yeah. <laughs> when you hear Kobe Bryant talk about waking up at 4 a.m. in the morning, which I'm going to aim to, but it's going to take a little while. You're like, that dude is insane. But he learned something, obviously, from it, you know, that you didn't learn because you were asleep. <laughs> you know, so it is what it is. So I started basketball. Mm -hmm. How does that fit into your life? My life, as far as failure. As far as working every day to grow, what exactly do you want to do, and what are you doing to? Oh, um, research, constantly researching, uh, keeping up with the latest, particularly in technology. Um, if I have to, like, um, like I said, I'm a UI designer, so if that means like looking at other people's art to get inspired, that's one thing that I do. Um, 
uh, as far as keeping up with it and everything, like uh, maybe building out something that I, um, like an interface that I really like and like recreating it. Um, that's one thing. Can you can you go over the question one more time so I can make sure I'm giving you a good like just how you use that philosophy. How I life. use that philosophy. Okay. In your life specifically. Um, even even with stuff that isn't tech related, if I fuck up with it, it doesn't make me feel as bad. Like um, especially with stuff that like like okay one example I'm a bad cook <laughs> like I'm not like a bad cook but I can, I can cook a little bit you know but like I know that like uh, with the philosophy I have now in order for me to get better I gotta burn a couple you know recipes you know <laughs> like I just gotta fit that's is what it's gonna take uh, for me to best for me to be the best version of myself I have to put myself in, in environments where it's uncomfortable. And I fall down a couple times, but I get up. And like seeing yourself get up is the reason why you're gonna get up another time, you know. So <laughs> I don't know if that answer your question. I go on tangents a lot. My bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally good. So very last question, and I'll let you go. All right. Where do you want to be? Like, what's your ultimate goal? Hmm. I can only say this very vaguely because I haven't worked out the specifics. I want many different businesses. <laughs> that was funny. Oh boy, that was his ringtone. If you guys are confused. <laughs> Sorry, uh. So what? The <laughs> so, ah oh, man, what do I want? Okay, long time. Okay, I want to own many different businesses resolving around things that I love to do. Um, one being, uh, I love making pizza. So I'm on a pizza restaurant. I want to be able to help people uh, to give back. Um, and ultimately, I just want to be happy on the inside as well, too. Like doing doing work that genuinely makes me feel good. Because I feel like if I feel good on the inside, I can make people feel good on the inside a lot easier, if that makes any sense. Right. Like I can make you feel better about yourself. I feel good about myself, you know. So um, uh, I just want to, long term, I just want to just be a positive influence on this earth before I leave. That's all. Like, that's really the gist of it. That's not that's not even like really business related per se, but right. it's a part of why I'm a part of what I do and everything, you know. I love that. Okay. That's awesome. Thank you so much for coming in this podcast. Tell these people where they can reach you. They can reach me oof, I don't I don't have much social media or anything. I'm currently working on my website, uh designvibes.biz. Uh right now I'm still working on design and everything, so if you go at this at the recording of this podcast it might not be up but um go ahead and visit that uh, you can probably you can also find me on linkedin uh eddie talia ferrell the second t-a-l-i-a-f-e-r-r-o there you go there we go there we go well i really enjoyed this podcast talking about pretty much failing forward and how important it is yes talking about how why you should get into business now yesterday should have did it yesterday <laughs> yesterday should have did it yesterday i love that saying yeah. it, we're keeping that that's going to be that's going to be the should have did it yesterday should have yep. did it yesterday <laughs> yep and if you didn't do it yesterday somebody doing it today somebody doing <laughs> it, do it today exactly i love that and yeah. pretty much why it's important not only to give back but to start your own thing and move and grow with it. Mm -hmm. So 
I hope you guys took some value for, from it. If you did, please leave a comment. If you have any feedback or constructive criticism on how we can improve this podcast, I would love for you guys just to leave a comment or email me um, at terrellwhite0531 at uh, 00, sorry, Terrell White, Terrell dot White, zero five thirty one zero zero at gmail.com. Or just leave a comment or like, see you guys next week where we're going to have the amazing, the spectacular Richard Sheridan on the next podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you next time.